That's insane. So he is just preaching about what happened to him, and he's thinking, and, and they and they're confusing that with that he's trying to. And you probably assumed I did an interview. My interview's done. I can carry on with my life now. And then suddenly the police are knocking on your door, essentially. So what what happens next? Bruce Lawn. Ex-LGTV activist at risk of facing jail time? This is a real story, okay? And this is not happening in North Korea or China or some wild place like that. This is in Europe, okay? Wow. So we're going to be jumping into the story right now. Let's jump into this. Of course, you know, I was not subscribing to societal norms. Um, so, and for me, it was... Uh, definitely a struggle for me to kind of relate to other men in a godly way now and especially you know to other uh, you know brothers in christ and, and to see them without getting emotionally dependent on them and that sort of thing so it's not been an easy ride you know it's easy to say well it is a sin okay we stop the practice but we're left with real feelings real emotions real thoughts that affect us every day and that so he's sharing about coming out of the lifestyle and the the reality that this is still you know it's still a process that he has to go through Correct. in terms of how he interacts with men which again man some of y'all going to think I'm crazy. Different cross to bear. Different cross to bear. Different cross to bear. Okay? Some of you guys, you want to sleep with a lot of girls. I get it. But you can marry one girl and sleep with her a lot of times. Yes. <laughs> okay? But if you have this thing that makes you want to sleep- Dennis Rodman. With men, <laughs> and then you got to like be in an accountability group with men that you give- like It's just a different cross. Like We oh, yeah. just got to be sober about it. You know? It's yeah. just a different- I'm, I'm, you know, anyway- Go ahead. Renewing of the mind and growing up into Christ. So it has been very challenging, uh, but God provides wisdom. He provides grace. And that's the good news. Amen. Absolutely. And, you know, you then obviously growing in your Pause faith. It. Shout out to uh, Billy. How do you say his last name? Hallwell. CBN News. They've been crushing it, man. They've been doing really good, interesting stories. And I just want to, you know, give them their flowers. They're doing you a good job. You start to, to talk about these issues, right? If there are other people in the same circumstance who are looking to discover faith, or maybe they're at the start of that journey and they have same-sex attraction, talking about your experience and your journey, at some point you do an interview in the media and you share, and I'm sure you've done many of them, um, and but you share this journey. What did you share during that interview? What, what were the contents? Before we get into the reaction of the police to that interview, what did you say? You know, these were two presenters in Malta that wanted to know more about uh, the conversion practices law that applies to Malta. They wanted to understand why I view sexuality different, differently as a Christian and um, why I would do such a thing, you know, just leaving and forsaking homosexuality altogether as an identity, practice, whatever. Well, look up the country of Malta. Malta. Where is that? That's in Europe. Yeah, it's a, it's I think a they're, island. They're part of the EU, aren't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah country of Malta. I'm curious where this is at. Again, this is pretty wild that this is happening in a not totalitarian state. Malta is part of Spain uh, uh, or Italy. No, it's not. No, it no, has no. been independent state since yeah. uh, the 21st of September 1964 and Republic since 13th December of 1974. It seemed it formed part of the British Empire between 1964 and 1974. Can you pull up like where it is on it's the map? It's off of Sicily. It's like it's like cut to my thing. It's is oh, that's a little okay. That's a little itty bitty country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the population? Look up the population of Malta. I'm actually uh, Maltese island off the coast of Italy. Five hundred and eighteen thousand. That's a small country, man. That's all of North County San Diego is five hundred eighteen thousand. Like Oceanside's about two hundred thousand. Vistas, I think about a hundred thousand. San Marcos is about a hundred thousand. I think Escondido is about one hundred fifty thousand. That's nuts. <laughs> so that's like all of this, mm -hmm. you know. It was scientific, it was practical, it was spiritual, it was a really interesting conversation. Yeah, and, and so let's kind of just talk a little bit about Malta, because as far as I understand, Malta was the first country in Europe to ban therapy. What, what does that law look like? How does that operate in Malta? Yes, so, well, the, the law is ideological. Um, it basically tells you how you're supposed to think about sex. 
identity. Um, it, it talks about, you know, orientation, gender identity, and gender expression, and tells you that no combination of these characteristics constitutes some kind of disorder or, uh, you know, wrongdoing. You know, they avoid mentioning the word sin, because, but really, you know, they're trying to get to it. And so the law basically uh, says that, um, well, it differentiates between legal practices and illegal practices. So it tends to come against scenarios where people are forced into some kind of change, which is, to be honest, we've never heard about these situations where people are forced. That's crazy. So it's in their law? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Banning therapy whatever yeah. that is is banned in most of europe and it's and, yeah. and they're starting to come down on it hard the issue is that what does that mean forced Correct. what are yeah. we talking about yeah i don't so know of like, a single church that's like we're gonna we're gonna you know clip electrical things to your brain <laughs> and force you no it's to counseling bro it's counseling like if you tell someone like hey you should see a counselor for this that's nuts then it would fit into that category wow which yeah. is insane Let's just suppose someone is like a... So someone's going to church, they get saved, yeah. and they're like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I want to find a counselor to help me process this, a Christian counselor or a Christian therapist. And that is considered... Yeah. That can be considered therapy? Yeah. You got to go to the underground therap Christian therapist? That's crazy. Imagine, imagine black market for Christian therapists. Yeah. How is that forced? How yeah. is that forced? So essentially what you're saying is you can't be a part of our church or religion unless you stop that lifestyle. So you have to somehow find a, a way to get about so it. So that is what calls it force? That that is it what... It seems to me that's the way mm. that gets interpreted. So And he says, like, we don't even know what that is. Like, go, go play he, this. Yeah, he said, we, we haven't even... He's like, I don't even... We haven't even seen scenarios like yeah. that in well, the law, basically... So it tends to come against scenarios where people are forced into some kind of change, which is, to be honest, we've never heard about these situations where people are forced. If, what, are we, what are we talking about? Like, like, we've never how even do you heard force of someone... <laughs> To into therapy, yeah, or I to change, force them into change. Yeah, like I could understand, like if it's like teens or like a cult. I don't, I don't know what that means. Hey, you want to see something crazy? Sixty-seven percent of the people who watch this channel are not subscribed. Do me a quick favor, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date on all the videos here on the Bless God Studios channel. It feels like most people choose. Most people choose like to go through this process, right, right? or to try right. to step away. Like you have chosen to step away, right? Absolutely, yes, but they seem to be equating the preaching of a different point of view with imposition and forcing, which is very dangerous because it leaves no room for expression and, and, and uh, you know, other viewpoints. So, um, yeah, basically, you know, if you're found to be performing uh, forced practices on people, you're liable to 5,000, up to 5,000 euros of a fine or else up to five months of imprisonment. Yeah, buddy! Coming to a city near you! <laughs> Wow. That's insane. So he is just preaching about what happened to him and he's thinking and, and they and they're confusing that with that he's trying to force people onto that. And he's saying, Well, you can't do that because then you take away the opportunity for public discourse. So he's pretty much sharing his testimony. Gosh darn it. Hold and on. being like Yes, he's sharing his testimony. And, exactly. and then he's landing with the takeaway of like you don't have to be a slave to your desires, right. probably. I would right. guess that's probably where he's leading with yeah. it. Yeah. And then they're like, mm, five months. For you. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Go ahead. Uh, um, uh, and so it's uh, really bizarre. And it also criminalizes professionals who offer uh, so-called practices. Um, so yeah, it's intense. So, okay. So that's really helpful because you do this interview and you probably assumed I did an interview. My interview's done. I can carry on with my life now. And then suddenly the police are knocking on your door essentially. So what, what happens next? 
Yeah, so it's uh, I wasn't expecting it because I, I shared my story several times in Malta, including on X Factor Malta. So uh, that was a, a huge step for me, and it was very controversial in my country and, and internationally. But um, this time, the police uh, give me a call, and they say, you know, three people reported you to the police and reported the presenters as well because they're claiming wow. that you breached Chapter 567 of Maltese law, which says, you know, that you cannot advertise. People so report it. Dude, this sounds like totalitarian communism. It's... Anti-fascist using fascism to get their point across. Yeah, it's 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 um. What's this? Uh, man, that there's a phrase. I think it's in like 1984, or one of those books about speech specifically. Mm, wow. Practices, and so I turned up to the police station with my lawyer. We exercised our right to be silent. Um, but a few days later, uh, the police inspector decided to press charges against myself and the uh, television uh, presenters. So we literally. The TV presenters got charged too. Wow! How dare you record this? That's why we got everything on a, on a stand. So n- there's no crew that can be charged. If we say anything crazy, oh, charge the walls. <laughs> charge the walls. Go ahead. You know, had our first hearing in February this year, which was a few months after all of this happened, and um, we're in a criminal court case for the first time. At least for myself, I'm going to speak for myself. It's the first time in my life I have to face a criminal court for. Uh, for simply sharing my Christian faith. That's what it is, you know, sharing the hope that we have and sharing the reasoning behind what we believe. Is That's edging into persecution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. persecution. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because we like to talk about how it, there's very little moments in the West, at mm-hmm. least, that we're persecuted, you know. And, and I, but it seems like their country is a little bit more westernized, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is, being, this is like police speech. Mm-hmm. Like you, cannot, you cannot share the gospel. That's exactly, exactly what it is. <sighs> Yeah, but it's not even like you can't. He's not even sharing the gospel like that. Yeah, he's saying, "Hey, my life changed." Like he he could be like someone who's like into like some Eastern guru. Yeah, who well, helped his <laughs> life change, and he's like, "Hey, I no longer am like this. My life changed." But like are they women. are they are they coming after them? Like yeah, this, exactly, though. exactly. Yeah, are they going because if a goes on the same thing? I found a law, gave my life to a law, yeah. and now you know I'm going this way with my sexuality. That's haram. That was haram. What are they saying? Were they coming after them like that? They'd have to. I, I don't think they, they would. They definitely would not. Because they're, they're, they're considered a protected class. The same reason that we're going to mute you when you said Islam on the edit is the same reason that they're not going to be attacked yep. by yep. the same law. Yep. All right. Go ahead. I mean, what is so dangerous about sharing your story? People can disagree. They can say they don't think that you did the right thing or that it's it's possible to walk away, that you should walk away. They can say whatever they want. But but I think the step that a lot of people are, are struggling to understand is how you go from disagreeing with what you said to criminalizing it. So just to clarify, because you mentioned what the penalties are under this particular law. What do you face if you are found guilty of this? What is your worst case scenario legally? Yeah, so so the worst case scenario is that I would go to prison for five months or you know that I would uh, face a, a 5,000 euro fine in Malta. And, um, you know, what could happen as well is that if we win it, that the police will choose to appeal it and it will just go on for longer than we expect. I think it's very intimidating towards Christians because I think it's, it can discourage people from exploring the subject, even journalists who would mm-hmm. want to hear a different point of view. You wow. know, th- this is creating a lot of stigma and intimidation in society. It's it's terrible. It should, these laws should have no place in any. Nation. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't. And they again, it's it, it's fascism. Like it's literally controlled speech, controlled thinking, so on and so forth for folks who want to express different ideas. Why can't we talk about this? Like, why can't we talk about the idea of someone being celibate or someone having a change of 
part and all of a sudden they are in a heterosexual marriage and whatever like why but gender is fluid like yeah. this makes no sense to me my, my thought like how was, can your gender be fluid but your orientation be static and if you change your orientation then you're a bigot and you can't ever talk about like it, it makes it's complete incoherent nonsense my thought goes to like the kid in canada who got arrested outside of his school for and he was kind of poking he was mm -hmm. going to these the the lgtv groups on his campus yep. or whatever and kind of making a scene so my thought was like was he making a scene not that it's appropriate mm -hmm. not, i mean not that it that that should be penalized but is he making a scene but it sounded like he did a tv interview meaning a reporter was also prompted prompted him <laughs> he wasn't like i'm going out and i'm gonna poke mm -hmm. he got like a, an email He's like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, and then just shares his side of the story, and was, and then later, the police are at his door. It's not even like he was poking, or right. he's trying to be this big public figure that right. covers controversial topics in Malta. Yep, crazy. Yep, yep. play a little Nation. bit more of this. Well, it's especially nations that you know are supposed to uphold free speech and expression, right? I mean, when we talk about the West and we talk about countries where you know we should be able to say things that are controversial that people don't like, we should be able to have those conversations. I believe the same for I'm a Christian for people who aren't Christians that they have the right to say what they want to say. What is what you just hit on though is very interesting here because when stories can't be told, it becomes very troubling. We see this with people who detrain in the trans movement, right? right? Those stories are often not told. Which we're going to look at soon uh, in the next video. But but what you're speaking of too, because these presenters being brought up on charges, that means that people exploring the issues have no right to ask any questions about them either. I mean, that that is deeply troubling. What do you make of this, Arthur? It is terrifying because like, where do you stop is immediately what comes to my mind, mm -hmm. right? Because now say it's with this guy, mm -hmm. right? What about somebody else who was just promiscuous? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or is it just going to be like ident any anytime you identify as something, mm -hmm. it's so anti-biblical mm -hmm. because the Bible actually so tells Matthew, all of please. us, all Sorry. of us have to yeah. have to stop sinning. Yep. All of us we got to repent. Every single one of us are told, regardless whether you identify as straight or or whatever. Yeah. Uh, every single one of us are told that we need to keep our sex in check, like in check. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Right. What? Uh, not only like in regards to what you do. Yep. But even in your heart and your mind, that's good. Like we got to keep it in check. Yeah. So if I come out and say, uh, like Jesus did, if you lust in your heart, mm -hmm. then that's adultery. Yeah. It's like we're taking it to a much deeper place. Now you're regulating even the stuff that I can think about. So it says, uh, Gretsch spoke about how he does not agree with the term therapy and said that the deeper he went into his Christian faith and exploring the Bible, the more I quote, quote, I understood that the Bible, that in the Bible, is not an identity as we make it nowadays and neither is it a feeling but a practice and quote at no point during the interview did Gretsch invite any listener to attend therapy or encourage anyone to get help for unwanted attraction hmm. this is backed up by transcript from pm news malta doesn't sound like he did anything wrong sounds like he shared a story and he's at risk of going to jail which again if you if you're malta or you're these activists you're going to make this dude a martyr and you're going to play yourself. You're going to do the very thing that about you, to Andrew Tate it. You're going to Andrew Tate this guy. You're <laughs> going you're going to make this guy the poster child for this movement and it's only going to get him more support and platform. I mean, we're already we're already amplifying his voice. CBN's oh, yeah. already amplifying his yeah. voice. So, trying to to make him pay these consequences is going to backfire. You really got to implement the whole live and let live thing here. Like y'all got to chill with this stuff, man. This isn't this isn't violence and genocide. Like this is goofiness. bro. This is nuts. I'm, I'm reading this from thepinknews.com. Uh -huh. So you know what there <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. Um, it says 
He and the two hosts, who the Times of Malta report, are also facing charges, spoke about suppression of feelings, among other things. Mm. So, like, they're essentially, they spoke about, hey, like, we shouldn't be having these feelings. Yeah. They're wrong feelings to have. Yes. And they're being charged for saying that. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy that you can get charged for saying something bad about feelings. Yeah, like I, I, I have that thought, and it's not a right thought or not a right yeah. feeling, and I'm, yeah, I'm holding it. Like we all do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if so, some people make me really angry, and I want to act out in that, and I go, no, you're gonna suppress this because it's not godly behavior. Yep. Yep. The idea that you should suppress things that the scriptures say are sinful is a very controversial thought mm -hmm. in our era, which, which is a bummer. Hey, this clip is from our daily after-party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after-party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us contextualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. The perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.